You know, my meditation practice is really easy. <laughs> yeah, I like your deep voice. All I got to do is close my eyes and I'm whisked away to a hilltop where I'm playing chess with Gandalf. <laughs> More with this wizard theme. I like wizards. I, mean, I, <laughs> I, I like honestly, wizards. I honestly, think, I honestly think that I was born in the wrong era. I think that what I was. What era were you supposed to be born in? I was. I, I should have been born during the era where Hobbit? wizards. No, where wizards were popular. You know, that's like a book, right? Wizards are real. <laughs> but now, if someone says, "Oh, I'm a wizard," you're thinking that they're a, a dork. You know, oh, you're going to the. You're gonna play you know, Dungeons and Dragons. Too. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're gonna be a Dungeons and Dragons. But in in reality, wizards are quite powerful. Like I am, I am that powerful. All right, well, we're going to record our podcast episode right now, and it's called Ohm Medicine, How to Unlock Your Internal Alchemist. You know what's crazy? What? I made you say that. <laughs> and you, and you don't even know. You go. I am Zuri, and this is your invitation to be the beautiful you. Welcome to our podcast. My co-host and partner is expansion coach Mikey Starr. And she's lifestyle coach Zuri Starr. And together, we make the empowerment couple. We are the founders of the Omnimedia organic lifestyle company, I Am Zuri, and we have teamed up to bring you a healthy lifestyle podcast. Each week, we'll bring you either a special guest or a peek behind the scenes at how we are co-creating our most beautiful life. Our goal with this show is to energize, edify, and elevate your day. Walk with us as we chart a course to living your most beautiful life. Your most beautiful life. <laughs> Never do that again. No. Yes. I love you, but no. <clears throat> I'm gonna put that on my my resume. How about you just maybe listen and love and learn from the master alchemist in the room? <laughs> okay. <laughs> is, there, is there a third person in here? You're talking about wizards. I'm talking about being an alchemist. Wizards are alchemists. <laughs> So, hey, if you missed episode one and you're still not convinced on why you should meditate, take a listen to that first. Yes. But if you need more of the instruction behind meditation, continue listening to this episode. We're going to tune you in. In episode one, we shared that meditation has helped alleviate or cure several conditions. And that is why we called both episodes... Ohm Medicine, one of the most eye-opening studies we shared last week referenced meditation helping those that suffered with depression. Mm -hmm. But the empowerment couple believes that suffering is what? Suffering is for suckers. Suffering is for suckers. And guess what? We you don't. No you don't want to be no sucker. <laughs> and we ain't no sucker. So we invite you to listen to episode one and build up your strong reasoning for why you should make meditation a must, just like I must eat today. I must drink water today. Then it becomes a habitual ritual. Mm -hmm. So instead of a must, a lot of people are like, maybe, 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 baby, mm -hmm. maybe I'll add that. You know, like maybe I'll, you know, do something that's good for me. <laughs> I, 
I like your little meek voice. Maybe I'll do something that will make my life great. <laughs> Maybe. But um, a must is like with uh, as much personal power as possible is like, no, this is my must. This is what I know I have to do every day to be the most beautiful version. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's start with a quote to get you inspired about what we're talking about today. Okay. It's about being your internal alchemist. So mm-hmm. where be- better to pull from than the alchemist? I book. love that book. One of my faves. Um, tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself, and that no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dreams. That's beautiful. That's I like beautiful. that. Now, <laughs> beautiful. Now, it, it is beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Now, if you want to master your internal alchemy, you need to start with mindfulness and develop a meditation practice. In this episode, we'll cover the different types of meditation and invite you into the one that works best for you. So we're going to talk about the types of meditation, we're going to talk about how to meditate, and we're going to uh, talk about how to enhance your meditation practice with some tools and and product recommendations. So picking up from where we left off, which is the heart and mind alignment, Mm -hmm. let's explore the types of meditation and how they play a role in changing our brain waves, which we talked about last episode. And healing us from the inside out by aligning our heart and mind as one. Yes. So if the goal is to align the heart with the mind, then how do we do so? Mm -hmm. And how do we know when we have succeeded? So why are we talking about the heart? Well, let's dive in a little deeper here. Studies have shown that the heart generates an electromagnetic field 5,000 times stronger than the electromagnetic field of the brain. Wow. As a matter of fact, the heart generates the strongest electromagnetic field in the entire body. Wow, okay. This is why the heart has the ability to create what is called entrainment Mm. with your body's other systems. Another way of saying this is that your heart can create synchronization among the various systems of your body, such as the nervous system, digestive system, and circulatory system. We are serving up this bit of info to remind you that when you control the heart, you can control the whole body. However, this process can only be reached when the mind is also controlled, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we control the mind? Ah, we meditate. We meditate. Now, when I think of how meditation affects the body, I always envision a pond. Mm. Right? When the mm-hmm. pond is still, you can see the, pond, the bottom clearly. Mm-hmm. If there are fish swimming around or if there are chunks of gold scattered amongst the stones laying at the bottom, you could easily see them and catching the fish and collecting the gold would be easy. Mm-hmm. But the mind is always busy, which creates ripples and waves over the surface of the pond, breaking its clarity and making it more difficult to view its contents. Now, by controlling the breath and focusing awareness, the pond, or the mind, settles, and once again, we can easily extract its contents. Did you just come up with that? That was beautiful. Uh, You know what? I'm I'm, I'm poetic. What can I say? (laughs) You're poetic, too. Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) 
As we've already stated, there are many forms of meditation. We are going to give you an overview of the more popular practices and how you can experience the benefits for yourself. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So let's start with one of the most popular, transcendental meditation. We'll use TM for short. It gained its popularity during the 1970s when Maharishi Mahesh Yogi introduced it to the Western world to include the Beatles. The practice involves reciting a mantra given to a pupil by his teacher. The mantra is personal and should not be mentioned outside of meditation. The practitioner will assume a meditative posture, which we will get into in a little bit, and recite their mantra for 20 minutes twice a day. The result is that one is able to transcend the mind and access a higher consciousness. The simplicity behind TM is that whenever the mind begins to wonder, simply go back to reciting the mantra, which could be as simple as, my body is calm, my mind is clear. Next, we have guided meditations. Now, guided meditation is an easy way of calming the mind and tapping into the heart. Now, meditators will either attend a class where an instructor will guide you through a series of visualizations designed to incite deep levels of relaxation, or they will use a pre-recorded meditation, such as the three guided meditations that we have provided you, to practice, simply assume a meditative posture close your eyes, and give your attention to your guide as you meditate. Now, guided meditations are the gateway for new meditators, and that is why we have provided you with three different guided meditations for free as bonus episodes. Yes, and Mike created these himself, and I just want to pause and thank you because I think it's such a huge contribution to our pod fam that you're guiding them for free with these meditations. So the first one we offered was our body scan meditation, where Mike guides you through body awareness meditation to assist in self-diagnosis and healing that accompanied our prevention episode. Your body is now speaking to your mind. So listen to what your dominant foot has to say. What sensations is it using to communicate? Take note if the sensation is positive or negative without attempting to change or control the sensation. When you are ready, slowly move the bubble through your ankle and into your calf muscle. The second was the guided meditation called cord cutting, which will help you cut the cord between you and that person or situation that has negatively impacted your life. This meditation accompanied our forgiveness equals freedom episode. This cord cutting meditation is designed to assist your subconscious mind, your body, and your conscious mind to break free from negative people, bad habits, and toxic situations that have been stealing your energy. These energy thieves are draining your fuel tanks, keeping you from reaching your true potential. And the third was a chakra charging meditation designed to charge 
each chakra by visualizing the colors associated with the seven chakras, which accompanied our Seven Wheels a Spinning episode. Seven Wheels a Spinning. You watch the yellow butterflies flutter about in the breeze from orange flower to orange flower. They are busy being happy and productive. So that's guided meditation. And Mm -hmm. I hope you all uh, download those episodes, bonus episodes, so that you can get your meditation on. No excuses. I I packed a lot of love in there. You did pack a lot of love. Thank you. So if you need a little burst of love, hop in there. (laughs) Because we serve love, yo. We serve love. Uh, The next type of meditation is mindful meditation, and it has gained more popularity as many corporations and educational institutions have used the practice to boost performance. Hmm. The process is simple. The mind wants to work, so by giving it something to do, such as to focus on the sensation of breathing or the coolness of an air conditioning room, Uh, you allow your mind to quiet. If the mind is focusing on a present sensation, then it is not focusing on past or future scenarios, which cause it to generate levels of depression, if you're thinking about the past, anxiety, if you're thinking about the future in the body. To practice, assume a meditative posture, close your eyes, and begin to monitor your breath. Practicing box breathing is a quick and easy way to do so. We will speak more about breathing techniques in just a bit, but the key to success with mindful meditation is to focus the mind on a sensation that it is experiencing in the present moment. When I practice mindful meditation, I like to focus on the sensation of my heart beating, and that's it. And every time that my mind wanders, I go back to my heart beating. As with all meditative practices, regularity is crucial to truly enjoying its effects. Next up is kundalini meditation. Now, kundalini meditators focus on strengthening and balancing the chakras in order to raise the kundalini energy from the base chakra up to the crown chakra. Now, once this process has taken place, the meditator will have reached what is called enlightenment. Now, this form of meditation is somewhat structured, incorporating certain yoga poses and breathing techniques. Because of this, it is recommended that you take a class which will bring you into contact with both an instructor and other students. Now, for those who benefit from structure, guided lessons, and a sense of community, developing a kundalini meditation practice is a great way to go. Now, we dedicated an episode to the chakra system as a means of self-discovery and self-mastery. If you're interested in this form of meditation, listen to Seven Wheels of Spinning and do a quick Google search to see if there is a kundalini community in your area. Yeah, and there are also some apps we have in the show blog that are excellent for locating meditation communities and also classes, exercise, and fitness and all types of those things. See, that's us going over the top, right? We're <laughs> serving love over the top. We're just making sure we make it easy for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So the next step is spiritual meditation, and it's very similar to prayer. The purpose of this type of meditation is to form a deeper connection to source energy, 
God or a higher power, universe, whatever you want to call it. The next type of meditation is mantra meditation, and it's a form of meditation that makes use of the vibratory power of spoken word upon the human body. Although many forms of meditation use mantras, mantra meditation is simply the act of meditation while reciting a mantra. Now, mantras can be a syllable, such as OM, or a word, such as expand, or a phrase that I like to use, I expand my mind and my body beyond any perceived limitations. Now, like TM, reciting a mantra makes the practice simple and effective, but with mantra meditation, there's no need to seek out a guru. Now, to begin a practice, develop a mantra that is easy to recite in one breath, right? So you want to assume a meditative posture, inhale for the count of eight, and while you're inhaling, you want to recite your mantra in your mind. Hold for the count of two, and then exhale for the count of eight while you're reciting your mantra through your mouth, right? Mm -hmm. You're actually speaking it. Mm -hmm. Now, hold that for the count of two, and then repeat the process. Now, you want to start with, say, like 10 repetitions, and then slowly work your way up to, say, 20, 30, 40, and beyond. Now, the vibratory nature of language has the ability to change the shape of water molecules. Yes. Knowing that the human body is made up of 60 to 70% of water, mm -hmm. the more you practice mantra meditation, the more you are atomically recoding your body. Absolutely. I love that. It's pretty hum. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning the uh, water portion because I think it's like, oh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. that oh, there's, makes, there's some that science. Makes some sense. There's some science here. Yes. And when there's science, then people are like, oh, okay, then we should do it. Um, let's talk about focused meditation. That's our next type of meditation. And that is practiced when the meditator focuses their vision on an object such as a candle, um, a shimmering water, or a crystal ball, also known as scrying. This form of meditation takes a bit more concentration to master. However, when practiced regularly, scrying has the potential to grant the meditator prophetic visions. Ooh. So that's the, you probably have seen that at least in a movie where they're looking to my crystal ball and then you see the future or something, right? Yep, so that's <laughs> what I'm talking about, wizards. <laughs> oh, geez. If you have ever stared deeply into a campfire, you may have found yourself viewing images projected from the third eye, also known as your pineal gland. While your two physical eyes are lost in something like a trance, right? Mm -hmm. To practice this type of meditation, assume a meditative posture and place in front of you a candle. Light the candle and focus on how the flame moves. Allow any thoughts that come to the mind to burn in the fire until the mind is clear and calm. You can even ask the candle simply yes or no questions and allow the candle flame to communicate either a yes or no response. That's pretty trippy. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. like that. The next is uh, movement meditation. Now, movement meditation comprises a few different practices, right? The goal of each practice is to align the energy meridians or chakras in your body to evoke a sense of harmony or homeostasis. Now, movement combines the power of breath work 
with the power of physically moving your energy throughout your body. Now, of the various forms of movement meditation, the well-known practices are... Walking, hiking, or grounding as a type of movement meditation. Yoga is excellent. Yep. Tai Chi is also amazing. Uh, Next is called tapping, or EFT, called uh, emotional freedom technique, which is uh, tapping acupressure points on the body while reciting a mantra or following a guided tapping meditation coach. Dancing is a form of movement meditation. For others, running works well. One of my favorites, of course, is yoga. I also like long walks in the woods by myself, Mm -hmm. of course, long runs, and to have some nice, slow sex. Oh, yeah, with who? (laughs) Um, That's a trick question. (laughs) Uh, We did talk about tantric sex in our sex medicine episode as a form of meditation that allows two people the ability to reach higher levels of consciousness by combining their breath and energy. The next form of meditation is called Kirtan Kriya, and it's a method that, of meditation that combines a mantra or a chant with repetitive motion of the fingers to focus thoughts. It improved participants' ability to perform memory tasks in multiple studies of age-related memory loss. Yeah, it's kind of similar to also japa, mm-hmm. the meditative repetition of a mantra or a divine name. It is a practice found in Hinduism and a bunch of others. The mantra or name may be spoken softly enough for the practitioner to hear it, or it may be spoken within the person's mind. Um, that's the one that my mom was telling us about, that that mm. Qigong practitioner could see like the energy in her her head. And she was using mala beads, right? Yeah, and mala beads, yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then the next is meta meditation. I like meta meditation. Meta meditation is a beautiful form of meditation where the meditator focuses on spreading the vibration of love from the heart out into the world mm-hmm. to focus on the health of the planet, lifting the consciousness of the human population or blessing everyone who is currently sharing the subway you're riding in. To begin a meta meditation practice, assume a meditative posture and decide who or what you would like to focus your awareness on. Your awareness is a gift you give to the world. You can utilize a mantra to focus your awareness, envision a group of individuals who will receive it, And even imagine your physical body being strengthened in order to better project your gift. In light of how crazy the world is and so much is in flux right now, we need meta-meditators more than ever. Calling all (laughs) meta-meditators. Please report to planet Earth. (laughs) Uh, The next on the list is, of course, the body scanning meditation, or as I like to call it, internal alchemy. Uh, This is an excellent way to develop self-awareness, foster homeostasis, and significantly improve one's health. The practice should only take five to ten minutes. The goal of this practice is to focus on each part of the body as if your awareness were a scanning machine that picks up the current state of your body. When done regularly, the meditator will gain the ability to catch abnormalities within the body before they develop into a symptom or a disease. Now, we provided a bonus episode for you with a guided body scanning meditation that I designed 
which we just talked about, um, which will make this practice both easy and effective. Okay, now the last one is kind of a a form of meditation that we like to call the salad bar meditation. (laughs) Um, We saved it for last because it allows you to pick through the before-mentioned practices and use what works best for you. Uh, When I meditate, I tend to use a combination of a few types. One version I like is a chant meditation, and I like to use the word OM. The OM mantra is said to cleanse our aura and also relates to the third eye chakra and crown chakra, which represents the connection to all positive universal sources. It is also believed that OM is the primordial sound present at the creation of the universe. Hmm. Well, my combo meditation uh, flavor of or salad bar is this. I, I like to focus my awareness on my heart chakra while reciting a healing mantra, such as I allow my heart uh, to heal and love as I control my breath. And, and most of the time, I'll, I'll also use some sort of crystal. So in the last episode, I shared how I came to um, the meditation medicine. Uh, Zuri, how did you come into this practice? I first started meditating as a child with my mother. Shout out to my mom. A.K.A. Grandma Yogi. Mm -hmm. Hi, Mom. So my mom is a yoga and meditation expert, and she was really into it when I was young. So I would sit with her and meditate as a very young child. She still continues her yoga and meditation practice today. Her favorites, because I asked her, are mantra, nature meditation, and guided meditations. So thank you, Mom, for introducing this world to me. I highly recommend all parents get into a yoga and meditation practice with their kids early because it helps them cope with this crazy world as they get older. Kids are naturally wired for meditation and tap into it very easily especially with nature or music. Um, There's actually this viral video of a man humming Om to his baby while the baby is kind of crying and, and it helps settle the babe. And we have it posted on our show blog. Mm-hmm. The other uh, huge benefit, is it definitely strengthens the bond between parent and child. Absolutely. Most certainly. So back to my story, I continued meditating on my own once I went to high school, but mostly I did so in deep creative states of painting and um, music. And then in college, I began professionally creating music and getting into creative trances that would happen in the wee hours of the morning. (laughs) But as a visual and creative person, I fell in love with guided meditations. I found uh, this during extremely difficult times. Um, I would tend to become more meditative in nature, probably because that's how I was raised. Um, I would also look to be in nature and physically lay on the ground and get an earth hug. (laughs) I then um, used music, dancing, and meditation to heal myself. I've always been fascinated with healing through ancient modalities, what we would refer to now as alternative medicine, quote unquote, (laughs) even though most of these practices make up the original healing practices um, that people have used for thousands of years. So I also have found a lot of meditative healing through hypnosis led by a professional. So, I mean, that's just like a short version of how I got into it. Well, thank you for sharing. 
One more thing, actually, I want to share is that, as I said in the beginning of the episode, one of my favorite fictional books ever written is called The Alchemist because it reminds us to always follow our heart as it is the language of the universe that flows through each of us. It also suggests that all of us should use the present moment to tap into our own personal power through internal alchemy. Show name. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a quote I love that sums up this book's theme if you haven't read it. And that is We are travelers on a cosmic journey, stardust swirling and dancing in the eddies, and whirlpools of infinity. Life is eternal. We have stopped for a moment to encounter each other, to meet, to love, to share. This is a precious moment. It is a little parentheses in eternity. Mm, that's beautiful. What's your favorite alchemist quote? Ooh, um, I like this one. Um, it states, uh, uh, quote, I don't live on either my past or my future. I'm interested only in the present. If you can concentrate always in the present, you'll be a happy man. Life will be a party for you, a grand festival, because life is the moment we live, we're living now. Yeah. I love that. That's so perfect for this show. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's have a little party of our own. Why don't we play a game called What the Fook? Oh, I like that. I like that game. You like that game. What the Fook about meditation. Uh, do you want to play? I do. I always play. I like playing games. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I have three meditation. What, what the, the Fook? Things to share. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let me tell tell me if it, what of where we are on the what the fuck okay, meter. The meter. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. Um the corpse of an Indian guru who died in January 2014 is being kept in a freezer because his followers insist he is not dead but merely in a state of deep meditation and will wake up again soon. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being absolute, what the fuck? What the I would put that as 7. That, that's, that's a solid 7. He's asleep in a freezer. Yeah, he's, he's on ice. I'm, I'm, a, I'm calling that one like an 11. Hey. No, 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 no. He's he, not merely. The minute he wakes up. <laughs> meditating in a freezer. The, the minute he wakes up, that's a 10. Is this like, this is like some vanilla sky shit. Yeah, that, that's pretty nice. <laughs> okay. What else you got? I have another one. Um, according to Japanese legend. Um, Bodhidharma, the founder of Zen, also created a tea in a fit of anger at himself for falling asleep during meditation. He ripped off his eyelids, which fell to the ground and miraculously sprouted into tea plants. Scale to one to ten. I'm going to put that at a five. It would have been a ten had I actually drank the tea, not knowing it was made of eyelids. I'm about, you're okay with him ripping his eyelids off. Well, it's his eyelids, not mine. But, you know, it's a little intense, a little bit of, what the fuck? That That is intense. That is okay, intense. Okay, I'm going to put that one also at an 11. Okay, what else you got? Um, okay, between the, you're really hard to, like, get, you know. Well, give me a 10. <laughs> okay. Between the 11th and 19th centuries, Buddhist monks in northern Japan practiced a kind of meditation called, I'm going to butcher this, but... Soku Shinbutsu. 
Sokushin Butsu. I couldn't have said it better. Go ahead. <laughs> in which they would mummify themselves alive by slowly weaning themselves off food and water before eventually starving to death. I'm going to put that at a nine. Are you kidding me? That's, that's, <laughs> I'm going to put that at a nine. And here's where it, if, if, if they... If like the moment that they passed away, they they all you know they they kind of came back to life and started walking around, or the the body came reanimated. Oh my gosh, that this would is, be you've watched way too many science fiction movies. So <laughs> the mummy, you just basically are reciting well, the mummied. mummy. Like listen, listen. If, if, if I got it, I got it. That's the end of what the fuck. Okay, I don't want to hear if, the recap. Of if the I'm mummy. walking in, a, if I'm walking in a, in a in a grocery store and some mummified dude walks by and he said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm." I'm from the, what is it, the Shuko, Shuko what? No, anyway, yeah. Then that's a 10. <laughs> We're done. That hey, was a fun game, by the way. Uh, but but I think all of those are at least a 10 and, you know, beyond. So I'm saying 11 for all three. But I did pick them out, so hey. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we have played that little game, I hope you enjoyed that. I think that really identifies why people probably don't practice meditation because <laughs> they're like, Oh, do I have to like take a vow of silence for 30 days? Or like they have these crazy stories, mm-hmm. like these what the fuck stories that then they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to participate in this meditation thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, dispel that and say, actually, like you probably already are meditating. If you are sitting in nature at the beach, let's say watching the waves, you've mm-hmm. already practiced some type of mindfulness, which mm-hmm. is meditation. It is meditation. Anyway, let's, let's demystify some more here for everyone and talk about how to enhance your meditation practice. Let's get into it. Now that we've laid out some of the better known forms of meditation, let's talk about ways to enhance your meditative process. Essentially, there are three components to meditation. Will you explain for us, meditation coach? The first is posture, right? Basically how you are positioning your body. The second is breath, how you're controlling your breath mm-hmm. to manipulate your body. And third is your awareness. Mm-hmm. And when you combine the efforts of all three, boom, you are meditating. Awesome. Now, remember when we told you that we're going to address what the meditative posture was, right? Well, simply put, A meditative posture is one that brings the body into its natural alignment. Now, this can be accomplished in a few ways. For beginners, I would find a chair that allows you to place both feet firmly on the ground without cutting off the circulation of the legs. Now, make sure that the chair provides you with the support needed to sit up straight. Imagine that when your spine is straight, your energy is able to move freely throughout your body. A hunched back will oftentimes create an energy block akin to putting a crease in a garden hose. You may also try laying flat in a supportive yoga pose. However, the meditation process works only when you use your awareness. The moment you fall asleep, your awareness leaves your body and you cease to meditate. If you plan on a prone meditative posture, make sure you are alert enough to stay awake. I like to use a prone posture such as savasana when I'm when I plan on meditating with crystals, which we'll get into in a moment. Now, the best way to explain awareness is simply what you are focusing on. Your mind will generate an endless chain of thoughts, and from those thoughts, you will focus one at a time. Mm-hmm. Right now, although your focus may rapidly shift from thought to thought, you can still only focus on one thing at a time. 
Uh, there's a term called monkey mind, which comes up in a lot of meditative discourses, and it relates to the mind jumping from one thought to another, such as a monkey will jump from one tree to another. <laughs> the monkey can only be in one tree at a time, just as your focus can only be in one thought at a time. When we focus our awareness, what we are doing is directing the monkey to one tree and keeping them there for an extended amount of time. Get over here, monkey. Get over here, monkey. Now, when you focus your awareness on your breath or a mantra, your mind becomes calm, like the pond we spoke of earlier. And its ability to function increases because you're allowing it to do just one thing instead of it trying to do everything at once. Mm-hmm. Now, awareness will differ greatly from one meditative practice to another. For instance, in meta meditation, uh, your awareness is placed outside of the body, such as on your family, your community, or even the entire planet. In a body scan meditation, your awareness is placed on the specific parts of your body. And in a mindfulness meditation practice, your awareness may be placed on a sensation that your body is currently feeling so as to bind you with the present moment. Now let's talk about breath work, also called pranayama, within the yogic traditions. It plays a crucial role in the meditative process. Controlling the breath is the easiest way of controlling the various systems in your body that normally run without your effort, right? Mm -hmm. Relaxation response is a condition where one is able to switch from using the parasympathetic nervous system to using the autonomic nervous system. The best way to understand these two modes is to think of fight or flight, rest and recover. Interesting. The human body is designed to switch into fight or flight mode to keep itself safe but it isn't designed to stay in this mode for long periods of time. Unfortunately, most people live in a constant state of stress and therefore their body's fight or flight response is always running. As we covered in our prevention episode, prolonged stress on the body is the path towards disease. When we control our breath, we can switch the body back into its rest and recovery mode and thus allow it to heal itself and return it back to homeostasis. In each of the guided meditations that Mike has generously created for you... You're welcome. (laughs) We have provided you with an easy technique called box breathing. Box breathing is a quick and easy way to quiet the mind and bring your awareness back into the body. Now, when and where you meditate will also play a major role in your meditative practice. As we have just stated, if you fall asleep in meditation, you cease to meditate. You might get a much-needed nap, but when choosing when to meditate, pick a time in the day when you have at least 10 to 30 minutes to yourself where you're also alert. Now, to ensure that you have continuity in your practice, choose a time or times where you will always meditate. I like to meditate after my morning cup of coffee before I start my workday, and just before I go to bed. Because at times I have a difficult falling, a difficult time falling asleep at night, I have a 90% chance of meditating without falling asleep. But if I do fall asleep, I call that a bonus. Where you meditate will also play a role in what you can get out of the meditation practice. For those of us who are limited in space, You can find a spot in the house that resonates peace and harmony, like a warm window or a quiet corner. 
For those who have enough room to carve out a meditation den, it's best to reserve that space for meditation. This will train the mind and body that whenever you are sitting in that special spot, it's time to relax, to let go, and to tune in. Now, because the space in which we meditate plays a role in creating a successful practice, it would also be wise to keep this area as clean as possible. Now, in previous episodes, we discussed the importance of breathing clean air and reducing your exposure to toxic chemicals by cleaning up your cleaning products. Therefore, if you have not invested in an air purifier, we would recommend the IntelliPure air purification system and cleaning your meditation space with non-toxic chemicals such as Branch Basics. Yeah, your meditation space is currently being filled with luxurious air from an IntelliPure air purifier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We provided a link in the show notes that will grant you a special discount for both uh, the best air purifier on the market, IntelliPure, and the best home cleaning solution, Branch Basics. You can use code Zuri, Z-U-R-I, to get a 10% discount on both. 10% is always nice. (laughs) Now, decorations such as candles, mandalas, crystals, incense, and religious and spiritual figurines are a great way of infusing your space with positive vibes and clear intentions. And speaking of candles, mandalas, and crystals, there are some great tools that you can use that will enhance your experience. Now, candles work well to cleanse your vibratory field in your meditative space. Now, make sure you use, make sure that your your candle is non-toxic and that the smoke is able to ventilate with with ease. Mm -hmm. And we will link you to the best non-toxic candles that Mm -hmm. you can order directly from us. Um, Incense has been used for eons to... Incite the relaxation response, which is a byproduct of the meditative process. We have some recommendations on which type to purchase as well that won't harm your lungs or create poor indoor air quality. Crystals have also been used for eons to help manipulate the physical body to connect with the spiritual body. Now, we're huge fans of crystal therapy and may at some time dedicate an episode on how to use them in depth. However, in this episode, I can give you a very quick rundown on how to use them. Now, there are hundreds of crystals out there. Each have their own unique form and function. Now, while meditating with a crystal, allow that crystal to share its gift with you rather than expecting it to work. For instance, if you are meditating with a piece of rose quartz, which is very popular, which imbues the body with a, a warm, loving sensation, focus on the sensation that you feel in the moment. If you don't feel something right away, that's okay. The moment that you expect something to happen, you leave the domain of the heart and enter the domain of the mind. As a reminder, the goal of meditation is to align the heart, I mean, align the mind with the heart. If the mind is expecting something to happen, the mind is busy not aligning with the heart. Now to help with posture, uh, we'd like to recommend a meditation bench. They are a stylish and comfortable way to boost your meditation practice. And we link to our pick in the show blog. Meditation pillows are also a great way to make the meditation process as comfortable as possible. And then I don't know if you've heard of these, but they are called Muse headbands. And they're pretty new in the meditation scene. But they are a device, a headband device, 
um, that are a must if you're like a tech lover out there that you wish to merge the cutting edge of science with ancient practices. Um, I think this is on Mikey's mm-hmm. wish list, yeah. Yeah, I've yet to experience meditating with one of these, but uh, they are most certainly on my wish list. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> Got it. Uh, we also want to talk about core meditation trainer. It's a new addition into the meditative space. Um, for those of us who like to quantify our results, this lovely piece of tech provides you with guided meditations and an EEG monitor to track how your heart is responding to your meditation practice. Interesting. We'll also link you to that. Mm-hmm. Now, there's like things like table labyrinths. Uh, those are a great way to practice micro meditation. Spending a few moments to guide a marble through a wooden maze <laughs> may be the difference between answering a call or an email with a calm, balanced mind or a reactive and stressed out mind. Another thing that we'll link. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, so just take advantage of the fact that meditation is easier to access now than during any time in our history. The market is being flooded with things like copper pyramids, acupressure mats, Zen gardens, smudge kits, and singing bowls, all of which are designed to focus awareness, de-stress the body, and harmonize the connection between the mind and the heart, or the heart and the mind, right? Mm -hmm. Which one comes first? Uh, The heart always comes first. Mm -hmm. So... Um, there are so many tools such as like the love tuner we talked about, which is kind of like a, um, tuning fork, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we shared, shared that and we linked to that in our blog. Um, there's chanting music, meditation music, mantra playlists, and mala beads. The list goes on. Um, again, we've provided links in the show blog to these products so that you can see what they are, test them out for yourself to see how they can enhance your meditation practice. But keep in mind, meditation doesn't require anything. So you don't have to buy anything. Like there is no excuse to not meditate. Like you literally can sit anywhere, anywhere in your home, or if you don't have a home, (laughs) anywhere in nature, whatever. Like there's, there's literally no excuse not to meditate. These tools are, should be looked at as enhancements. They will help you. And if you're into all of those like gadgets and stuff like Mike is, and you're into like the pretty parts of like mandalas and crystals and aromatherapy, we're providing those for those of you that are interested in that. You don't really need anything. Yeah. But you know, if you want to make it a thing, make it a thing. You want to bling out your your meditation, Mm -hmm. then you can, Mm -hmm. you know, good for you. (laughs) Right. Would you want to share one last bit of inspiration with our pod fam via a meditation quote? Well, yes. What's your favorite quote? My favorite quote about meditation. Mm, I'm going to pick when you own your breath, nobody can steal your peace. Man, who's that from? That's an unknown. That's an unknown, huh? Nice. I'm going back to Paulo Coelho. And uh, one of his favorite, uh, his favorite quotes of mine is, uh, uh, praying is talking to the universe. Meditation is listening to it. Mm, boom. 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 Right there. Boom. Madala B drop. Just like that. 
<laughs> Mandala bead drop. <laughs> so, mala bead drop. There you go. Um, anyways, listen. Mala, yeah. <laughs> I, I copied you too, so yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, our goal with both episodes was to empower you with some form of meditation that you might already be doing and encourage you to do that more or to introduce you to the benefits of meditation, as we have found it, to be the key to unlock your truest potential. Yes, yes, yes. If you listen to both episodes, you now have your why and your how already figured out. Right. So you have your reason Mm -hmm. and your strategy. So you know why you're going to do it Mm -hmm. and you know how you're going to do it. So you have no excuses, honey. Now is the time to take massive action and create a healthy new habit. Right. I just want to end with this that I really believe the world has slowed down so that we can rediscover ourselves, return to love and find beauty in the simple things. Our intention of launching a podcast, (laughs) we're crazy, uh, filled with empowerment during this special time is to provide programming that we believe will help us all awaken to our own internal power. Mm -hmm. If nobody has told you today, you are loved, you are special, you are needed, and you are born to be a fucking leader in this crazy ass time. The typical distractions have diminished and now is a perfect time to develop a skill that will help you become your most beautiful version of yourself. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are going to end now uh, with a little bit of OM chanting to inspire you to get that OM medicine, yeah? Come, let's sit and meditate. You ready? Namaste. Namaste. Here we go. Oh. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye. Go meditate. No fucking excuses, damn it. We hope you received extreme value from this podcast. If you would like to connect with us on a deeper level, you can join our free tribe subscription newsletter or follow us on social. And take advantage of our free shopping guides, discounts on products, hacks, and recipes using the links in the show notes. Our aim with every show is to provide you with value and we welcome your feedback and support. The best way to support us is to click the share button and tell your community about us. You can also subscribe and give us a review. We appreciate you so much for tuning in and we are honored to help you discover what's beautiful about being you.